Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. I'm really excited to speak with this gentleman because, you know, I'm committed to making sure we are in the next wave of media and what it's going to evolve into. So, you know, I have uh, created the hub.news, which I'm, oh, every day is getting better and better, and I'm so proud of it. But it literally has been a journey uh, started here um, here uh, in a SiriusXM uh, room. I was sitting with a guy that was on as a tech guest, um, and we talked about, actually Juneteenth it was on a Juneteenth like six years ago. And I was like, I want to create a media outlet where we can have stories that are not clickbait, uh, but you know, that represent and reflect what's happening throughout the diaspora. And just by myself at the time, it was just me trying to pull it all together as if I had time. And, and now six years later, it is a robust site. And then a few months ago, I met this gentleman because he has a, 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 um, a, an app that's similar to Apple News, Google News, Flipboard, that is African-centric, Black-centric, that pulls from places like the Hub.News and Black Black News, Black EuroWeb, and all of the Black sites that are out there. He pulls from them into one place so you can get your news that's as Black as possible through a Black lens. Let me welcome tech entrepreneur, uh, media entrepreneur as well, Mr. Carrie Wheelis. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here today. And let me say the name. The name of your app is Hey Ty. I have it on my phone. It's easy to use. It's beautiful. Uh, again, I just talked about the story with Wendy Williams. You have her reaction. So I went immediately <laughs> to it. And her people released a statement. So I was reading that during the break. I was like, damn, I wish I had gone to the app before uh, <laughs> I talked about that story today. But you have everything uh, on the homepage. And, um, you know, it's up to date. You even, you know, you you, you could click on the, the calendar and things will pop up. It's just yeah. beautiful. Tell us about the genesis of Hey Time. Before you, you do that, Hey Time, for some of you, you, you kind of, it, it's familiar, H-A-Y-T-I. Why did you name your company Hey Tai? So um, basically, I named it Hey Tai because of the relevance. Uh, there were three Black Wall Streets in America: uh, Jackson Ward, uh, which a lot of people don't know about; Tulsa, a lot of people do know about; and then also Hey Tai. Hey Tai is a district uh, in Durham, North Carolina, which was a very large, if not the largest, uh, Black Wall Street that existed in America. And so um, I named it after Hey Tai after knowing about you know, black, entrepreneur, black entrepreneurship that took place in Durham, North Carolina, which had hundreds of businesses. And to honor um, everything that they had done um, and to pay homage to that, I decided to name um, our app Hayti. All right, take us to the, uh, to the lab, Carrie Willis. You know, um, we get inspired to do things. Like I'm constantly mm -hmm. inspired by our guests, by Dr. Carr, like ideas, you know, this is how they, they, they come together is banging up against other people who, are brilliant, you know, who say things. Mm -hmm. How, what was the genesis of Haytai's uh, formation? So I was actually um, at home um, and you know, I read a news article. Unfortunately, I read a sad news article about the founder, excuse me, the grandson of the Carolina Times. He passed in May of 2020. And I said to myself, you know, after reading that, his family said the Carolina Times that had been around since the 1920s would no longer be around. And I said, another black publisher is going out of business. I have to do something to try to stop this because 
Growing up in New York, I used to read the Amsterdam News. I used to read the Daily Challenge, even though the Daily Challenge is no longer around. And I said to myself, somebody has to do something to help these black publishers. And I said, I'm gonna do something. It happened in 2020, COVID was going on. I had a lot of time at home. And I said, let me start working with my developers. Let me put a list together of all of the black media, you know, podcasters, um, basically people creating video and, and black press that exist in the nation. I wanna save the black press. And so um, we started development uh, late 2020 um, and we launched, did a pre-launch uh, last year and I have successfully started aggregating uh, from one, one publisher and adding more and more. And at the end of last year, um, we actually broke over 200 publishers. So we are the first app uh, in, in, that exists that aggregates over 200 black publishers across the world. I love it. I love it. Now, um, I know this is important because it was a black newspaper that reported on the horrors of the bomb that we dropped, the two that we dropped, the nuclear bombs that we dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, while the New York Times was saying, oh, it's no problem to fall out. It's not going to hurt anyone. The radiation is minimal. It was a black journalist who had a medical background who was like, nah, this is going to be really bad for generations, and, and here's the proof. Mm-hmm. We need people in the streets. Last week we had um, a journalist on, was it Monday? I think we, yes, we had a journalist, no, it was last, it was Monday. We had a journalist from um, Yellow Springs, uh, okay. where, Ohio, where Dave Chappelle, you know, all of the misinformation that was going out about J- Dave Chappelle yeah. trying to shut down affordable housing. We actually mm-hmm. had a journalist who's been covering the story for two years from a black newspaper in Yellow Springs, local paper. Um, and, and that's important that we have people who are reporting through the lens that things are happening who are in the streets. You know, with the, with the Hub, we have a reporter in Brazil. We have Alan Orr who contributes uh, regarding what's going on with immigration because the majority of immigrants in this country are from black and brown places. But we don't mm-hmm. know that. We only think about, you know, the mm-hmm. south of the border. <laughs> but no, this is and what's happening with them. We we just um, developed a relationship with the Haitian Times. And, and so there are other um, outlets out there that now we are also bringing in. And, and of course, our sports news from First and Penn. But that's that's the collective that we want to have. Right. Where we can feel comfortable. Absolutely. And so, as you just talked about, Black media has been at the forefront of some of the largest and biggest stories, uh, trying to combat misinformation. You know, I'm at a point where I said to myself, it's not just about them surviving, it's about them thriving for the next generation. And the only way to do that is to help them generate enough revenue so they can be able to stay in business. Because at the end of the day, we're talking about an ad game, right? So the majority of publishers that exist are generating revenue through advertising. And so now for the first time, you can use other apps, but I actually use my app to drive traffic from you know anybody who's interested in in our culture because Black culture is mainstream. So it could be us, it could be other other, other ethnic groups. They all want to know what's going on. Well, to get it from us, get it from the source, they can get it from one mobile app. And so I drive all of these people, and by driving all of these people to these articles, um, to these great stories that is actually you know being written all the time, we can then be able to help these publishers generate revenue for the long haul. Ah, I love that. Um, as one of them, and let me just say, uh, I started the hub not expecting at all to make any money from it because I'm like, I'm not going to have clickbait. So I'm not going to be driven by the algorithms. So I don't care about the algorithms and the clicks. You know, Kareem and I had this back and forth. And I'm like, 
I just want to do this. So I'm going to, you know, put whatever money I need to put into it. And we'll just keep going and keep growing. And as we grow, we can hire more people. Shout out to Terry Egioma, who's like, I'm going to donate to that. And I haven't even done the work to go out to get people to donate, you know, uh, Mm because it's a nonprofit. But, um, you know, I'm eventually going to do that, too. But right now, um, that click algorithm ad game is, I think, has destroyed media in many ways. So you yeah, you're talking about the algorithm. Everybody uses basically on that on their app, they're using social media. And so they decide, i.e., the large companies decide what's going to show up in your feed. Just because you follow, you know, a particular publisher doesn't mean that their content is going to show up in your feed. If that content, if that publisher is not paying oftentimes to push their content, getting that that article in the in your feed for you to read that article is going to be difficult, a difficult process for them. And so I've taken that basically out of the equation. Why? Because on the Haytai app, basically all black publishers are in your feed. And so you're going to make sure that you're not going to get the clickbait stuff. You're going to get stuff that you care about, that you basically want to read and you want to be able to share with your friends and family. Um, in addition to that, you can customize your content feed. You, if you don't want a, you know, a certain publisher on the platform, you can take them out. If you don't want a particular topic, you can take that out. And as you can see from the app, we have content from Africa, the HBCU content, sports, business, faith and family. We have a wide variety of content for everybody. And so it's where you can get, you know, all black media, black podcasters, black video videos from folks creating video content and all of the black press that exists across America as well. Oftentimes we find, you know, a lot of people, I was going to say, sorry, a lot of people don't even realize that locally, they're local black publishers to get local stories and news and information. You want to go out tonight, you want to find something. We have the Philadelphia Tribune in Philadelphia, the Wisconsin, you know, Washington Informer. And so it just, it goes on and on. As um, users, because we're all about ease, you know, we're all about convenience. Um, I downloaded um, Hey really quickly. I could do it through Apple, through Google. You made it. So, you know, how did you make it so easy to put on? And then how do you suggest we engage with the app on a daily basis? Because that's really, it has to become a habit, right? Uh, yeah. It has to become your go-to. I know most of my students, actually all of them, they get their news from their phone, from an app. They don't read a yeah. newspaper. They are, they're mm-hmm. using it from an aggregator, either Apple or Google, and that's where they get their news every day. How do we make Haytai the go-to for, for us? So um, obviously I'm, I'm looking to grow organically. I, I spent the time um, and, and I took the time to make sure that this was gonna be an easy process. Um, I wanted to be able to create something free, first of all, let's just put that out there. This is a free app um, where you can get access to all this information. And as you talked about, it's on iOS, it's on Android. And so there's no excuse. If you support the black press and you support black media, this is your opportunity to basically download a free app where you get access to all of the black media that you can want and need, you can be able to make sure that black publishers stay in business and they can be able to monetize their platforms to generate revenue. So when these kids are coming out of college, they're majoring in media and journalism, they're coming out, they're figuring out where am I gonna work when I, when I graduate? Mm. They can have the opportunity to help us be able to scale black media so when they come out, they can work for oh. the, ne- the next black, black publisher that exists. We're calling for athletes to go to HBCUs. Why don't we call for our best and brightest journalists to to go to black papers? Because a story is a story. I tell my students uh, I teach entertainment journalism, but I'm like, I don't know what that is. It's just, you know, I've covered music, sports, fires, 
courts. I've co- covered courts. I've covered <laughs> business, uh, all manner of crime, murder, and it's just journalism. So if you're a good journalist, you can cover anything. And I think the most powerful journalists find the stories no one's looking for. Like it's easy to me to write about Britney Spears who just signed a $15 million contract for a book for a tell all, or it's easy to talk about, uh, you know, um, Idris Elba leaving, uh, He's just said he's going to be leaving acting to focus full time on electronic music and DJing. <laughs> what? You know, those stories are easy. Doing a story about the black couple that filed a lawsuit with the DOJ and the DOJ coming in and intervening in Tanisha Tate Austin and Paul Austin's uh, San Francisco. We talked about the story on, on, on the air, but it was a, a story in a local space that became national because it was so egregious that their home was appraised for almost a half a million dollars less than Mm -hmm. when they had a white person stand in. But these stories are happening all over the country. So they're happening. Come on. I was going to say, yeah, that's, that's the issue. They're happening all over the country and we have no idea, you know, the, the extent of that until you actually get it from our perspective, a black perspective. And so for the first time, like I said, now, you know, you don't have to search from app to app and go from site to site to look for information. I've, I've aggregated all of this underneath one roof, one mobile app, and you can be able to look at everything by category. We made sure that all of the content that we're pulling in, everything gets categorized and by particular topic. And so we wanna make it easy for you to find the articles and the information that's relevant to you. And, and so those stories that you talk about, um, that basically a lot of them go unheard of. The large ones that you find out about on the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal that they report, how many more of those stories are being, you know, happening on a daily basis? And the local black publishers and the black press, they're writing about those. And so now's the time to make a, you know, a push to support the black press. And so, um, as I mentioned, this is that opportunity. This is that opportune time. And I, and I hope that, you know, um, the audience kind of kind of decides to to tune in and, and yeah. download the app. Listen, it costs you nothing. So download it and then kick the tires. Go around. Because the other thing I like, especially with new companies, I I want us to break your website. I want us to break your app. I want to stretch (laughs) your bandwidth. I want to see, because that's when you get to see where you need to work. You know, the things that you need to plug, the holes you need to plug. Let's do it. You know, let's break his app. Uh, Haytai.com, H-A-Y-T-I. You can follow him at Haytai app. H-A-Y-T-I app on Twitter and go to your Play Store or to your Apple um, App Store and type in H-A-Y-T-I. It's right there. It's easy to download and kick the tires and and report back, like give him feedback, because I feel like we don't do that enough either. We, we, we roll our eyes when things aren't right. Who's perfect? None of us. As I mentioned, I, I misspeak 50 times a day and I say um a lot. I'm working on it. When I, when I hear it, I, I work on it. But we need the kind of communal love to tell people where they can make it better for us. For us. Like, let's help build the companies we want to see instead of bitching about what's not there. Let's, let's mm-hmm. help the companies grow. So I'm here for it. And I'm really uh, happy to be a part of the Haytai family. And I thank you, Carrie, for being here today. Carrie Wheelis. Nice to meet you, you in person. Good to see you. Pleasure. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday 
at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.